time now for History Matters. We're joined now in the studio by the one and only Scott Washington, historian extraordinaire, to catch us up on This Week in History. Good morning. How are you? Well, good morning, Aaron. It's uh, always a pleasure to be here on the cutting edge of history, where history happens not only here in Chapel Hill, uh, uh, but around the nation. And this week, looking back, you know, I want to piggyback on something we were talking about last week, which was the Griswold decision, which was talking about mm -hmm. uh, in 1965 how the Supreme Court ruled that the uh, decision by Connecticut to not only ban contraceptives, but even to be against anybody who advised people was unconstitutional, that there was an inherent right of privacy, there was inherent rights that people had. And this gets expanded, and this a couple of cases come up this week, um, one is in 1967, June 12th, when the Supreme Court ruled uh, the Loving case. Yep. Now, this was a couple that was actually had married, interracial couple. Their name was Loving, but when they got married in Washington, D.C., they tried to go back to Virginia. Virginia said, no, you cannot be married because you're interracial. They took this to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court ruled that was illegal and uh, overturned that. Mm. Really important case. The other one comes up on... June 13th, 1966, a year before the uh, Loving case, which was the Miranda decision. Now, this is one that we've read them, the Miranda rights. We've seen so many police shows where they do this. Uh, but then something happened in 2022 where the Supreme Court uh, ruled that you know, in one case where a, uh, an officer forgot to give the Miranda rights that should have invalidated the case, because a confession occurred after that, yeah. they said, well, no, that doesn't necessarily invalidate. Well, Justice Kagan wrote a strong, vigorous dissent about that. Mm. So now it is up to us to make sure that if you're ever stopped, you know, you can ask, do I have my Miranda rights? Or more importantly, you have the right to remain silent and you have the right to an attorney. And if one's not provided, mm. uh, they, if you can't afford one, one will be provided. Very important uh, yeah. basic constitutional rights. Like basic constitutional rights, and there's a few of these cases. Like yeah. the Miranda decision is a, a famous one. There's Gideon v. Wainwright, yes. which was the right to an attorney. If you right. can't afford one, one getting appointed for you uh, in, in all cases, including misdemeanors. Uh, there was the... Uh, Matt versus Ohio case where you had a, a woman who the police came in and searched her house without a warrant uh, looking for looking for evidence of one crime didn't right. find that but they found something else and it's like well we're gonna try you and convict you based on this evidence yes. that we found in the totally illegal search and it takes the Supreme Court to rule that no if there's evidence in an illegal search that's not admissible in a court. You can't just break in and, and search someone's no. house without a warrant or, or, or cause and use that evidence. But all of those major rulings protecting our basic rights yeah. were in the 60s, like the 1960s. Amazing. Yes. Like the whole most of American history, the like law enforcement, the right. courts did not really do much of a job at all at upholding the rights that are pretty clearly enshrined in the Bill of Rights. And it took the Supreme Court in the 1960s yes. to make those decisions, which then immediately get pushed back. And they're still right. getting pushed back today. So right. it's not just the Constitution. Like the Constitution doesn't have power on its own. It's just a piece of paper. We've got to be the That's ones right. to care about that. it and interpret it and, and actually make those rights a reality. And, you know, the, I'm so glad you mentioned that because we think of the 60s and there's protests. Uh, you know, this is an important part of the process 
is Americans seem to jump to the fore when things are unfair and say, this is wrong, we're going to appeal that, protest that. And um, this, uh, and I'm thinking about something that's coming up on Monday, uh, June 19th, which of course is Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. And we think of 1865 when the news finally reaches Galveston and African Americans are told, oh, by the way, you are free. Um, this was big news and it's been celebrated ever since. It's a, it's a federal holiday uh, now. Um, so there are going to be all kinds of celebrations going on locally. But there's something else that occurs on June 19th, 1771. And that's when six brave early patriots were executed under the order of English colonial governor William Tryon here in North Carolina in Hillsborough when it was a British colony. And not much evidence that they were guilty of what they were charged with, which was high treason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the if you look at what was happening here, this cauldron of North Carolina has the largest immigrants from all over the country, the colonies, and also from overseas in the 1760s. You're seeing a, a, a huge kind of, of almost a protest movement similar to the 1960s where people are protesting unfairness. And this is related to uh, fees and taxes. But more than that, it was about something that's fundamental to Americans. Uh, and they've been doing it for a long time, complaining and saying, no, this isn't right, and standing up for those rights and how it takes us getting a constitution. And North Carolina is so important to that. So we always do this on Monday will be the... 10th uh, annual Regulator Remembrance Day nice. uh, at the Regulator Historic Marker Site in Hillsborough at the in- end of uh, King Street behind the Orange County Board of Education building up on the grassy knoll at 6 p.m. like we have done. We'll have representatives from the Alamance County battlefield. But we remember those people, and they were standing up. There was no Bill of Rights to protect them, and uh, how important these rights are. And uh, if there is that, the price of liberty is eternal vigilance, that's what we have to keep. And again, there was a Bill of Rights to protect them. It was the English Bill of Rights. It existed. The rights were enshrined and not enforced. That's exactly right. And, you know, it's so interesting because on June 15th, 1215, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we have to go back... 800, 900 years. Uh, All right, history buffs. Twelve fifteen. What? What one thing could he possibly be talking about? That's here? right. It's the Magna Carta. <laughs> and nothing was, else happened that's this right. year. This was the decision uh, by when the king was faced by these barons who were saying that the power was, balance was getting way out of hand. He capitulated. The king did and said, all right, no one is above the law. This was a major development, and uh, that is something that uh, we continue to think of. Uh, I think of this week in history in 1972. On uh, June 17th, uh, five men were arrested at the Watergate apartment complex for breaking into the Democratic National Headquarters to uh, because the wiretaps weren't working and they wanted to know. It turns out that these burglars, caught by a security guard who noticed tape over a door, um, were related to President Nixon's re-election Wait a minute, campaign. it was because the wiretaps weren't working? <laughs> they were not working. I didn't working. know that. So yes. not only were they <laughs> terrible at breaking in, they were also terrible at setting they, up... You might say they had to do it again. What because a it wasn't cockamamie working. operation exactly. this was. But, you know, as a, as a security guard making his rounds, noticed a piece of tape over the door lock and then called the police. Then they found out these weren't your typical burglars. 
They, no, they were terrible at no, it. God. They were terrible at it. They, <laughs> they were also connected with President Nixon's re-election campaign, and two years later leads to his re- resignation under this provision that no one is above the law. Worst burglars ever. All right. We're here with Scott Washington, History of Matters. We've got time for one more. What okay, this one is a good one. And, you know, we love to do the origins of things. Uh, this uh, is a woman who pops up. Her name is Ruth Jones Graves Wakefield, born uh, June 17th, 1903. Um, and uh, she is an American chef uh, who grows up um, in uh, Walpole, Massachusetts, and uh, she uh, uh, majors in home ec in school, and then uh, she marries, and in 1930, uh, she and her husband buys a tourist lodge kind of in Plymouth County, uh, kind of halfway between Boston and New Bedford, and um, historically, this is where people would pay a toll and get a meal. Uh, and so they call it the Toll House Inn. And uh, she is um, starting to get, she's experimenting with menus. She's the one in charge of cooking. And um, uh, she goes to Egypt and is inspired by some of the interesting concoctions of pastries and sweets, comes back and begins to experiment. And, of course, she comes up with a new cookie that up to that time nobody had thought of, or if they had, it wasn't widely known until she did it. Of course, it's the chocolate chip cookie. The Toll House chocolate chip cookie really was related to a Toll House restaurant and this woman uh, who uh, came up with this uh, recipe. And, in fact, eventually uh, she does sell it um, to uh, Nestle's for the sole price of $1.00. And uh, the name Toll House to be used, and also a lifetime supply of Nestle chocolate chips. <laughs> That'll do it. So that, and I've looked at a recipe. The one key is that you leave the batter in the refrigerator for two days. All right. That is something I would have hard, hard <laughs> time doing. But I want cookies now. Yes. If I'm making the batter, I want the cookies today. And whether the recipe is for chocolate chip cookies or for the civil rights that we all value. Uh, This is how history happens and why it matters. And uh, Scott Washington, thank you as always so much. Thank you, Harry.